This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I am the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I'm the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. And today we are taking shots. Yep. Right? Calling the shots. We are calling the shots. Wait, we're taking a shot at calling the shots. Shot, shot, shot. Was it taking shots or calling the shots? I don't know. Whichever one you want. I say taking shots, but we could also do calling the shots. I say taking shots. All right, taking shots. This is a mini about our shared experiences with shots, with the uh, with the vaccine process. Yes, shot, getting the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you're wondering, where are we on all of that? There is a great website called OurWorldInData.org. Oh. And in OurWorldInData.org, it will show you who has the vaccine thus far. How many people are vaccinated. Oh, very nice. Etc. So, Israel has the fastest campaign to vaccinate its population against COVID-19 so far. They have something like over 60% of all of their seniors, over 65, are have had their second shot. Oh, wow. Okay. And something like over a third of their entire population is already vaccinated. Wow. It's okay. really, really impressive what they're doing. Sure, but they are nowhere near the size of the United States. So Correct. take it with a grain of salt. Correct. They're nowhere easier. near. They're also on the Pfizer. Um, that That's the, the one I had. And I'll talk about my experience here in a okay. moment. But one thing... Um, about why they are so successful as I listened to an NPR um, news article yesterday which talked about this is that their healthcare system is based it's universal healthcare mm-hmm. they have about four different HMOs that they are all highly regulated and have to offer the same amount of services okay you just have a medical card that has a barcode on it anytime you go to the doctor they scan it and that's it. You don't have any bill or whatever. You know, the government pays for it entirely. But the other cool thing, which is the reason that why they were able to vaccinate everyone is with that card, everyone's in the system. They have everyone's contact information mm. and they would contact everyone like, hey, come get your shot. Right. And beyond them, hey, come get your shot and schedule your se- second shot. It's not like something here where we had to go out and find and wait and look for an appointment, sure. and et cetera, et cetera. So because of all that, they've had now... A 41% drop in confirmed cases, 31% drop in hospitalizations between January to February, um, et cetera, et cetera. So they are they are a standard for what the how the rest of the world should really I handle could, it. In my experience, I could see where they initiating the process versus yes. relying on the private the citizen to sure. initiate the process could go a long way. Exactly. So I think as we're still in our big healthcare debate about how much, you know, privatizing healthcare or Obamacare and care for every citizen, all of this shit right. that we should be looking at countries, countries like this that are successful at pandemics and things like this mm-hmm. as a standard as to what we should do with our healthcare system. Right. Just an idea. With that said, 
I've had my shots. Mm-hmm. Tell shots, us about your plural. experience. Um, let's see. I think it was. Yes, you're a teacher, so I'm a teacher. you are part of what group? I'm one. I'm the one B group. Okay, and it was like the last week the, of the one A's, and the um, principal at the school was like, "Hey, it looks like we're going to be able to go get our shots." And with that said, I was thinking we were going to get like a personal email or something where we are able to go but no and at the same time because i sub for two different um, school districts i was getting emails from them Uh that says hey if you don't get your shot by such and such date we are going to be offering an opportunity for you to sign up with us so i'm like okay well i'm double covered that or triple covered if i don't get it here i'll get it there so it turns out um there was nothing really set up at the school with the principal it was like hey you can go online now and do it type of thing Uh so i did i went online with the um with Maricopa County? Um, I went online, yes, with maricopacounty.gov. Mm-hmm. But it took me a while to be able to find a shot. And once I was able to find an actual appointment, I'd get all the way to confirm after in, you have to enter all your insurance uh-huh. information and all of that stuff. I get all the way to the end where you hit confirm. And then it would be like the appointment's gone. So I'd have to go back and do it all again. So I can see how if you're elderly or impatient or didn't have the time, this would be very frustrating for you to get your shot. Uh-huh. So I was able to find one a few weeks later. This is um, like maybe the first, second week of February. Yes, uh-huh. that makes sense. First week of February. Yes. Something like that. I'd have to look at the calendar. Anyhow, so yes. Oh, no. It was um, third week in January. Right. Okay, third week in January. So yes, I went and... Um, I think it was handled very, very well. Mm-hmm. All, all the cars. It was Which like location a, did you go to? I went to Chandler Gilbert. Okay. It was at the community college. They also have testing going on there and it's a drive through. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it went, it went quicker in my mind than going to in and out burger. Certainly mm-hmm. quicker than White Castle. Mm-hmm. The first time I went, it was a bit long. But still, like, there were more cars, but it still went rather quickly. Very, very organized. You just had your um, barcode ready. They scanned it. They asked you for for your ID, asked you for your um, appointment number, pulled you up, asked if you had any allergies. If you did, which I did, you had to get in the allergy lane so they can watch you a little bit longer just to make sure that you don't have any additional adverse effects. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And they gave me my second shot, and I waited, and nothing happened, so I was okay, and they gave me my card, and I was off. Mm-hmm. So, the question was, when do I get my second shot? Because it was two weeks later, and I still hadn't, I, I was told I would receive an email, mm-hmm. that I would get um, an email and be able to schedule my second shot. So, I'm now two weeks out, and I know on the news, or there was around that time, that you could actually wait up to six weeks Uh to get your booster but I really wanted to make sure I got it at the three week mark Mm. so I was getting fairly nervous at the end of week two when I didn't receive an email yet so I went online again where I got the first shot and there was nothing at none of the um, vaccination pods anywhere in in our county there was nothing available for weeks and weeks and weeks. So again, I can see like the frustration people would have. And I, I'd log on and try a different place, try a different day. And this went on for a while. And then finally, I think 
three days before it would have been the end of three weeks, I got an email that says, hey, you can go schedule now and just happen to log on and get um, a shot scheduled that was exactly three weeks to the day that I got my first one. And that time I went, there weren't that many people. So I took this as a good sign that more people in the 1B group and especially by the 1A group by now were getting vaccinated. I'm like, oh, that's not many cars. So I, yeah, I'm thinking, hey, this is great because it, it, it wasn't a lack of um, shots, I don't think. Just, hey, the line's shorter because more people are vaccinated. That was my idea. Mm. So yeah, I got my second shot. After the first shot, I I will say, I um, by that evening, I was uh, nauseous. Okay. And no, by the next morning, that was it. By the evening, my arm hurt a little bit, but I was fine. By the next morning, I was nauseous for most of the day. I couldn't think of eggs. It was making me sick. But by five o'clock, I was fine. And I was, I was kind of out of it. I just like laid down and watched movies all day. But I don't think I had a fever, maybe very low grade fever and wasn't sick really beyond that. Just kind of tired. After the second shot, um, nothing. My arm hurt. Yeah. And I had a kink in the, in the, the night before that. So my arm hurt like going up to my neck because my neck still hurt from the kink in it. So I don't know if one was causing the other to be worse. But basically my whole right side from my arm up to my neck hurt. But other than that, um, I was fine. No nausea, no anything. And I had heard that the second shot was really going to knock me down hmm. from people that have had their second shot. But no, it was, I was totally fine as far as no nausea or headache or, or malaise of any kind. Oh, very nice. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. The That's experience it. that I had with it wasn't actually for myself. I'm not eligible yet. That's fine. Uh, I have a gentleman that I help out. He is in his late 80s. And it came time for him to, you know, he became eligible to be vaccinated. His wife was in an assisted living home. He was not allowed to enter without being vaccinated. So he needed to get the, uh, basically the quickest possible appointment. The first one he could get into, he wanted. He tried phoning in to set his appointment. That did not work out for him at all. I believe he called the number all day long to no avail. So he called me in the afternoon and said, if I give you a web address, can you help me out? Sure. I was uh, working at the time, but I let him know as soon as I get off work, I'll call him. So I did. I went on to Maricopa County's website. I thought the process was pretty darn easy. We signed him up. We picked the first available appointment, which was... When was it? February 14th at 3... 40 in the morning really but keep in mind his wife was in assisted living he was desperate to get in to see her because you know he couldn't see her so uh i got him down there we chose um what would that be called arizona the cardinal stadium location okay uh about 25 minutes from where he lives um drove down there it was at three in the morning at three in the morning they say you know come about 15 minutes early but no earlier than that which is what we did it was about 15 minutes before his appointment we turned turned into the cardinal stadium followed everybody with the flags and the light sticks through the winding maze of uh what would you even call it where they had separated off the parking lot um got him stuck 
they wrote the time on the windshield we had them you know had the little paper with the scan code on it had his id uh, went to a line that was clearly just to have you wait out that 15 minutes the lady asked how is he feeling he said he was fine we went home the entire process from the moment I turned into Cardinal Stadium to the moment I drove out was 20 minutes. That's great. And that includes that 15-minute wait window. Oh, it that's was excellent. really, really fast, really well done. Granted, we were there at 3 o'clock in the morning, so it wasn't crowded. I had no idea what I was getting into, and I was really nervous. Like, am I going to be here for hours? Sure. That was the picture I had in my head. No. We go back for his next shot this coming Sunday. And here's what was nice and much different from your experience. They stuck him. And then at that moment, right after the guy gave him the shot, we went forward to the next person. That person took our paper that had our confirmation number and QR code and all of that on it and said, all right, scanned it and said, would you be able to come back on the 7th? Oh, yeah. And we're like, absolutely. And he goes, how's 7.15 for you? It's great. We got to make our second shot appointment right there. Oh, that's great. Right then. Didn't have to go back on the website. I got the confirmation email right after I pulled out of the parking lot, confirming the next appointment, giving us the next QR code that needs to be scanned. It's, it was, I was so impressed with how quick and efficient the entire process was. That's great. And I really loved not having to go back to the website. Uh, to <laughs> me, the website was very, very easy. But to a, a person County. like Mr. Ray, sure. who does not have a computer and has no computer skills whatsoever, I cannot imagine that someone in his age range trying to schedule all of this for themselves would be having any luck doing it. Right. I would agree with you. And needing to have the patience and having to go mm -hmm. back and start over. And all of that stuff. Yeah, but for me, I was like, <clears throat> this is a breeze. Now what I'm waiting for is for myself to be eligible. I believe my husband is eligible, but he has it in his head that they're going to go to his workplace. I don't think so. I'd like to just pile us all in the car, have us all go down and get stuck, and then make the appointment three weeks later and have us all go get stuck again. So which um, vaccine was it? Was it Moderna or Pfizer? I believe it was the Pfizer. I got the Pfizer. It says it says on your on the little card they give you. Oh, that's right. It does. It was the yes. Pfizer. Yes. So the good thing about the Pfizer vaccine, let's talk about the vaccine itself for a little bit, is that the Pfizer vaccine shows an efficacy of 95% wow. at preventing symptomatic COVID infection after two doses. Nice. The vaccine appears to be more or less equally protective across age groups and racial and ethnic groups. So I feel pretty good about being able to travel as soon as a country will take us. Mm -hmm. We'll talk a little bit more about that or a lot about that in our next episode. Yes, the traveling. Um, the Moderna vaccine was 94.1% effective at preventing symptomatic COVID-19 after the second dose. The vaccine's efficacy is slightly lower in people 65 and older. Um, but during a presentation to the FDA advisory committee the company explained that the numbers could have been influenced by the fact that there were few cases in that age group at trial but at the end of the day i would just say be glad you had that mr ray got the pfizer vaccine right. 
and not the Moderna vaccine. Yeah. So with that said, are there other vaccine types? Like what's going on with that type of thing? So um, Johnson and Johnson, you know them, the baby lotion people, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they are coming up with a one dose vaccine. Oh, that's that being developed by its vaccine division, Janssen Pharmaceuticals. So far, it's showing to be 66% effective against the moderate to severe COVID infection. You know what? I think that would work for somebody like me, though, that has very little exposure. It said, importantly, it was 85% effective in protecting against severe disease, and there were no hospitalizations or deaths among people in the vaccine arm of a large clinical trial. But that's still being trialed. Um, And it it says maybe close to the end of April it has applied for emergency use of their vaccine so yes um, maybe actually it says maybe March it will likely start to be used in the U in the US but they won't have an ample supply until Hmm. April so we might be seeing more of that one and that's the one shot Mm. which sounds good to me because I hate being inconvenienced. I know that sounds like such. I want to go lame, somewhere. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm thinking, got to get myself the shot. Got to get the kid the shot. Got to get the husband the shot. I'll be in charge of uh, scheduling all of that. I don't want to make six different appointments. I want like to everyone like to, to make go at three. one time. Yes, and I would love for it to all be all of us once. Let's go. I'm really surprised your husband hasn't. To me, he's an essential worker. Yes, I'm surprised he hasn't He drives either. a public bus. He right. is in contact with hundreds of people mm-hmm. a day. Um, and that a piece of plastic, whatever they put up, and isn't going to protect him from, I don't know. I, I would just think he would have been well, on the list. he's already had it, so. Well, still, But I, though, No, I agree. I'm like, you it, need to go get your shot. And he's just kind of like, uh, I can tell he just doesn't want to schedule it. So as soon as I'm done with, I signed up on the Maricopa County website. I have an ID on there. As soon as Mr. Ray is completely taken care of, which is this coming Sunday, um, then I'll go on and uh, he's going to get scheduled whether he wants it or not. Well, yeah, yeah, you you all need to get it. He definitely needs to get it. I mean, there's variants out there. It can mutate. He can catch it again. I know that I I think technically I could get away with getting the shot because of where I work, even though I do not interact in any way, shape or form with patients. I am, I work from home. I sit in front of a computer. Right. But it's, a but, but, I, but I am in the medical field in a sense. Well, you do interact with Mr. Ray, but now he's been vaccinated. But right. before that, I mean, your husband is, does come acro- around. Is it he, your husband is exposed to many people yep. and then he comes home and then you're exposed to him and then mm-hmm. you go help Mr. Ray. Like you could, you know, Oh yeah. You could be a carrier monkey. I probably am. Probably. I love to carry things. <laughs> Like diseases. Diseases, especially. The next question on everyone's mind is when will everyone be vaccinated? Yeah. Right? When will everyone be vaccinated? There is say everybody by the summer of twenty twenty two. Oh, you think it's gonna take a year? Depending on how many people are in that remaining group. What is it, group five? Well, here is a timeline based on what Dr. Fauci laid out. Um a little over a week ago, he was on Pod Save America. And this is a CSNBC um, article that's that has transcripts of what he basically said with regard right. to the timeline. But he does say healthy young people will be eligible to get vaccinated in May or June. 
May of this or June. year? Yes. Oh, May, wow. May or June of this year. Given the limited supply of COVID vaccines, the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices recommends that the CDC prioritize vaccinating high-risk groups first. So that's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Your healthcare providers, residents in nursing homes, elderly people, essential workers, people with underlying health conditions that put them at increased risk. So that's now. And then as um, the supply increases, they will expand it, its recommendations. So that's where we are now that the ice storm and what have you has led up and which caused some delays in people mm-hmm. getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So now they're thinking it will take until May or early June to get through all of the priority groups. And then only when that's complete, can anybody and everybody else get in line for a vaccine. Originally, Fauci said that he thought April would be open season for vaccines, meaning that any healthy people could walk into a pharmacy and get vaccinated. But that has since been pushed back because we do not have as much vaccine as we would like to have. However, there should be enough vaccine for all Americans by July. Oh, wow. That is fantastic. Production is going to continue to increase as we move along. Thanks to the National Defense Production Act, which is enabling Pfizer and Moderna to ramp up their production of their raw materials for the Hmm. vaccine. Um, President Biden told CNN Anderson Cooper last week. So by the end of May, the U.S. is projected to have 400 million doses. Biden said by July, the country will likely have all 600 million doses that we um, contracted for to vaccinate 300 million people. So nice. that's two for each. That means by the end of, end of July, there will be enough doses of vaccine available to inoculate, to inoculate every American. So appointments will continue to go through the end of summer at least. Mm, yeah. And then we'll go from there. So to give you an idea right now, we have, where are we on the list? What happened? Um, you're operating a computer. Oh Elderly God. plus technology equals that is disaster. Not nice. We were like whatever. It's true. Here we are. Yes, we, there that are seven point seven nine billion people in the world, and right. we have about three hundred and thirty-one million. And how many of that have we vaccinated per one hundred people? That's why so I sounded so surprised. Every per one hundred people. Yeah, we've vaccinated about twenty. 22 people that sounds more accurate to me. 20 per 22 percent yeah how's that that's still in my opinion outstanding that's pretty darn good israel for every 100 people they're like at 90 wow yes okay mm-hmm. does that make Goodness. more sense yes yeah well i figured you know yeah um who else do you want to know united kingdom they are about they're above us they're about 30 looking at the graph and after israel though as far as who else is doing a really good job is united arab emirates Mm -hmm. the uae about 60 out of every 100 citizens is mm -hmm. so we're fourth there's israel then uae and then uk and then us how okay, about does that make uh, sense? like Northern Europe? How about like Sweden and Finland and um, the Denmark? E- and, the EU. Wait. Yeah. If we want to say European Union. Yeah. Yes. Um, not very good. Well, that's a surprise. Maybe like 
eight out of every hundred. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't look too good. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much. Not so much there. Chile is underneath us. They're, they're about maybe 18. Wow. And then it's very low. After that. After that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone like less than 10 well, per are 100. You, are you ready for that exciting news that I told you that I was going to wait till we were recording? Oh, my God. Are you pregnant? No, God. What? Are you high? <laughs> oh, my God. That, that baby would come out with flippers, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm way too old. It'd have a beehive. It'd be smoking a cigarette. No. I uh, Every Friday, my son's school emails me with the current statistics as far as um, where we are with the contract, uh, the um, positivity rate, COVID-like illness rate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, with just his school the or the district? For the, for the uh, I believe for Maricopa County, but mainly within our district. The rates have been falling quite rapidly. And based on other schools' experience with being in person, they have decided to go back to full-time in-person learning five days a week, March 22nd. You're kidding. After, after what would be spring break. Correct. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I am okay with it. I was really thinking perhaps they'd go back into the hybrid situation. Right. Three days or at a home, choice. two days there. But they've decided that uh, the other districts, the other school districts are having such um such a positive response uh to going back to in person and the transmission rates aren't as severe as they really thought it would be so they have opted to say march 22nd it will be back to full-time in-person learning so i asked my son i said hey your school is going back to you know you actually going to school and he's like really and I said, yeah, March 22nd, it's going to be five days a week. You will be back into normal school. What did he say to that? Oh, he was happy. He's excited? Oh, yes. Are you excited to get him out of the house all day? Um, Yeah. <laughs> uh, but which leads into the me being pregnant thing. I mean, my chances are definitely going to go up once he's out of the house all day. <laughs> But he, um, you know, John, he's very understated, but he did have quite the glimmer in his eye. He is very much looking forward to it. He was he was a bit surprised. We had discussed it. I told him that I didn't think he'd go back to five days a week until uh, fall, uh, basically until, uh, what is it, sophomore year? What yeah. do they call it when you're second year of high school? Sophomores. Sophomore, yeah. I thought it would be sophomore before he was in school mm-hmm. five days a week. I did think that after spring break, they would transition back to the hybrid of three at home, two in person. But now they're going to go. They said to heck with it. Let's just bring everybody back. I guess so. Well, you know, like I just mentioned, all of the efficacy rates with the vaccine, even though the kids aren't, but if everyone else is mm-hmm. getting vaccinated and, then the, and all the teachers are likely vaccinated at this right. point. Have gone through their second round of vaccinations exactly. at this point. Right? So that's that's better for them. And then there's also some statistics showing that the Pfizer vaccine is really good at um, quashing those variants as oh, well. Oh, good. 
So I can understand that. Personally, though, I, I, I thought they would maybe go back to a hybrid first and not just all of a sudden. Like, right. don't Because Fauci does say it's still not a time to let your guard down. Sure. You know, but. Um, I think, um, and, and believe me when I say I am very impressed with John's High School at how they've handled all this. But I do think that when they were doing the hybrid, um, there were some difficulties with kids and parents not getting their days right. You know, kids showing up when they're not supposed to be there. Sure. Well, I get that. Just for the to hang out kids. with their friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were definitely some difficulties trying to balance that out. And they could eliminate all of those difficulties by just saying, you know what, fine, everybody come back. Um, John's very excited from what I understand his friends from school are like really looking forward to going back which you never thought you'd hear a kid say they wanted to go to school um, for the socialization I'm for sure. the socialization aspect you know what he's looking forward to the most he has been incredibly disappointed with not being able to take electives Mm-hmm. So he is so looking forward to being able to get into some elective classes. So is he going to be able to pick classes or like? Um, I think as far as the year goes, it's pretty set. They've done a different type of learning mode instead of, I remember when I was in high school, you would have like what, six classes in a day. Each class would be about an hour um, instead, what they've done is he has like three classes and then each class is much longer than an hour. So I don't know if they're going to start letting the kids get into electives or by not. fall, he'll be able to. I think by fall, it'll be right back to just regular old high school. Hmm. But he can't wait. I mean, he's fine with English and math and all of that, but he really wanted to do like culinary and all of, I think he had a computer programming elective that he wanted to do. They had some really good electives. He was very excited about picking those electives and then he didn't get to do them and he was really bummed out. Well, on that note, if you're out there in the world and have gotten your shots yay Yay. if not it looks like you'll probably be able to get your shot a lot sooner than i thought too yeah Yeah. if we keep at this pace i i agree so if you have any questions comments or concerns write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com that is feedback at gal g-a-l podcast.com this was our mini episode Mm -hmm. and we'll talk at you next time Bye. bye